podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Welcome to the only podcast that brings you the best bet on a range of sports from industry experts and covers each event in under 90 seconds. This is Bet Bites, the bite sized betting podcast. Bedbite 17 this week in numerology. Apparently 17 symbolises things that are soft yet strong. Well, we hope we're less disposable than other products with similar marketing. We certainly aren't soft and strong and very, very long for a start. 90 seconds maximum on all the big sporting events this week. And that means Premier League, Championship, Football League, Scottish Football, Six Nations Rugby, second test between India and England, the Welsh Open snooker and the horses too. Please gamble responsibly. Visit BeGambleAware.org for all the information. We start with Dave Eason and his Premier League tips. Oh, there's so much football around, isn't there? Let's face it. A bit of Premier League back this weekend. That's nice, isn't it? The FA Cup in midweek gave sides a chance to play extra time and go even further than that if they wanted to. And those Premier League squads are getting very stretched and very leggy at the moment. Some sides unable to name all the substitutes that they could do. Sheffield United and Crystal Palace, two sides I've seen do that this week. Now, at this weekend, some immutable truths will continue. One of those, Leeds United away games equals goals. In the last eight away games, six of them have gone over three and a half goals. One of the others went 3-0 when they lost at Tottenham. Over three and a half goals between Arsenal and Leeds this weekend is 11-8. Very tasty indeed. Now let's look at Everton. Home form, not that great. Not one in their last three, but they're facing a Fulham side who looked to have just gone over the cliff at the moment. Their draws are not turning into wins. They're going to start turning into defeats pretty soon, the hope has gone. Everton though have conceded in their last four at home and I do like Everton and both teams to score in this one which you can get at 16-5 to and that is a 9-1 to double with Everton both teams to score and over three and a half goals at Arsenal against Leeds. Now there's a chance there's no Dominic Calvert-Lewin for Everton this weekend. Josh King might well get a debut. If he does I fancy him to grab a goal even though he didn't get one in the Championship all season. 6-1 to first goal scorer Josh King while back to the Emirates Rafinha is the man. He was really impressive against Crystal Palace on Monday when I saw them at Ellen Road and he is 21 to 5 any time to grab a goal. Make sure you follow at BetBytes on Twitter for our latest tips. Now it's with my best bets in the championship this weekend. I'm going to start with the game I'm covering at the New York Stadium. Rotherham against Queen's Park Rangers. I like the look of Mark Warburton's visitors here. They are priced up at 7-4 to four to get a victory against Rotherham. They've won four out of the last five, including wins against Watford, Cardiff, Blackburn and Luton. They're in good form and I think they'll have just a little bit too much for Rotherham on this occasion. I like the look of Charlie Austin to score any time. The veteran strikers rejoined the club, found a new lease of life. He's 13 to 10. The other game I want to focus on is at the City Ground. Nottingham Forest taking on Bournemouth. Forest did as a turn last weekend on the podcast. I'm going to go back in again. They take on a struggling Bournemouth side being led by Jonathan Woodgate. Let's be honest, his managerial spell at Middlesbrough was an absolute uh, no-go. He's in temporary charge. Harry Redknapp's there, but it's not going to make too much difference for me. I like the look of Nottingham Forest at home at 12-5. to And he did as a turn in last week's episode. So I'm going to go back in again with Glenn Murray to score. 
Stanley time at 18 to 5. So a reminder, I'm going to go with Nottingham Forest at 12 to 5 and Glen Murray anytime at 18 to 5. Queen's Park Rangers to win at 7 to 4 and Charlie Austin at 13 to 10. If you double up Queen's Park Rangers and Nottingham Forest, it pays just over 8.3 to 1. The very best of luck to you. We release a new Bed Bites every Friday. My name is Gavin Puzzolowski and I'm picking up my best bets for the Football League this weekend, starting in League One, where the bottom two are going head-to-head, Northampton at home to Burton. And it's a must-win for the away side, who are five points adrift at the bottom of the table. And I'm backing the Brewers to claim all three points in this one, 23-10 at Sky Bet. Northampton, in their last 15 games at home, League and Cup, have failed to score in 11 of them. Burton, on the other hand, have scored in 11 of their last 14 away games. That's why I fancy the away side to win this one. Northampton's last four games have been unders. Burton's last three games have been unders too. So if you wish to boost the price, go for Burton to win and under 2.5 goals, 5-1 to one at Paddy Power. In League 2, I'm back in the league leaders. Cambridge at 4-5 to five, to win at home to second bottom Southend. That 4-5 to five seems fair, but I'm going for goals in this one to boost the price. Southend surprisingly won 1-0 at Newport County on Tuesday night. And after the two previous away victories to that for Southend, they've conceded three in the following away game. I'm going for the same at the Abbey Stadium. Wes Houlihan has 3-3 three three at home for Cambridge. He's 4-1 any time at Paddy Power. Look at Mullin to score two for the home side at 21-20. Cambridge minus one is 21-10 and a yes. And Cambridge to win and over 2.5 goals, which has landed in four of the last five home games for Cambridge, is a yes at 2-1 at Boyle Sport. Like, share, rate, subscribe, Set alerts. Whatever your podcast provider allows you to do, do that. I'm Derek Clark from the Talking Football Podcast. My best bets from this weekend's Scottish Premiership action. There are five fixtures kicking off on Saturday. All eyes will be on Firth Park for the hotly contested Lanarkshire Derby as Motherwell and Hamilton do battle. Ackies are rooted to the bottom of the division, although they do have games in hand with those directly above them. In seeing that, Brian Rice won't want to drift further away from safety. He'll take enormous confidence from their showing against runaway leaders Rangers last Sunday, where they earned a point right at the death and were very unlucky not to take all three. Ackies haven't won in five and not many will fancy them arresting that run against a much improved Motherwell team under Graham Alexander, but they have won the last two Lanarkshire derbies and I reckon they'll earn a point in this one. The draw returns a decent 3-1 to one, which looks cracking value to me. I'm also tipping Bruce Anderson to net his first Hamilton goal since signing a loan from Aberdeen. He's 11-4 to four to find the back of the net at some point during the game. On Sunday, Celtic travel to St Johnston knowing they can't afford to slip up to retain the slimmest of hopes of getting back into the title race. Callum Davidson really has his Saints team motoring along nicely. They sit 8th in the table but they're in decent form and have a League Cup final to look forward to at the end of the month. It was one all the last time the teams met at Parkhead and I'm tipping the Perth side to earn a draw in this one as well. You're getting 10-3 for the stalemates. I'm not too sure there'll be many goals in it either so I like the look of under 2.5 goals which returns odds of 23 23 
to 20. So in summary, I'm backing two draws this week. The first at Fir Park in the Lanarkshire Derby between Motherwell and Hamilton at 3-1. And for Celtic to slip up at McDermott Park with St Johnson earning a point at 10-3. Please gamble responsibly. Visit begambleaware.org for all the information. Hello, I'm Mike Bogle from the Sports 7 Podcast and here are my best bets for this weekend's Guinness Six Nations matches. It was a frustrating opener for Ireland, who surely would have won if they'd kept 15 players on the pitch against Wales, but they didn't and discipline is vital as France learned when a red card cost them a Grand Slam against Scotland last year. But I do know Ireland could have 16 players on the pitch against France this weekend and it wouldn't make a blind bit of difference. The game may be in Dublin on Sunday, but only France can beat France at the moment and I'm willing to give the home side a 9.5 point head start and still back the French. Wales may have won at the weekend, but at what cost? Battered and bruised, they travel to Edinburgh on Saturday with a patched up side and coming up against the Scotland team ready to add another scalp on their way to the Triple Crown. The Scots won't be used to being odds on to win any game, let alone against Wales, but these are strange times and I think they can win by a clear score, so I'm going with minus 6.5 points in the handicap at 6-5 with Betfair. Moving on to the enigma that is England, yes they will beat Italy, yes they'll score more points than they managed against the Scots, but like last weekend I think the handicap setters have been far too generous. Will England win by 30 points or more? They could, I just don't think they will. So my best bets are France to beat Ireland with minus 9.5 points on the handicap, Scotland to win by 7 or more points against Wales and Italy with a 29.5 point head start against England. We do specials sometimes, darts, cricket, golf and the like. Have a look on this podcast channel and make a note to listen later. Hello, my name is Neil Foles, former snooker professional, analyst and commentator on the game. It is the Bet Victor Welsh Open on Monday the 15th of February. It is a part of the Home Nations series, the last of the events, although this Welsh Open has been going for a long time. This year it's been played at the Celtic Manor Resort near Newport, should be interesting to get away from Milton Keynes where all the events are being played. 12 months ago, Sean Murphy was a very easy winner. Uh, he's at the top of the draw. In the bottom half of the draw, of course, Judd Trump in the third quarter will take all the stopping. He's still the man to beat. But I'm thinking that Ronnie O'Sullivan is coming back to something like his best. I did tip him for the Masters. It took a, a top of his game, John Higgins, to knock him out. He's continued some good form in the Championship League in the last few days, making a number of centuries on day one of his group. So he's coming here in very good form. He's previously won the Welsh Open on four occasions and I just feel at nine to two I want to be with him rather than against him. Something at a price interesting to me is Ryan Day. Easy for me of course just to talk about the shootout winner coming back to form but he is 80 to one. He's had a few problems off the table and he's changed his cue and he hopes this last cue that he's got will be the one he keeps for the rest of his career. I just think 80 to one is too big. He's playing in Wales. He's a three times ranking tournament winner and he's on the crest of a wave having picked up £50,000 at the weekend. So O'Sullivan for me, but at a price in the top half of the draw, Welshman Ryan Day. Good luck with your bets. You're listening to the Bet Bites podcast from Sports Betting Media. 
Hello, this is James Butler, the cricket badger, India against England. Fantastic first test match victory for Joe Root's men. Joe Root continuing his incredible form. But the task for England does not get any easier. They may be 1-0 up, but there's three test matches to play and India will bounce back. They are, in my opinion, the best side in the world, playing in their own conditions. And India at 14-19 to to win the second test match isn't the worst bet in the world. But I'm going to go a slightly different route. I'm going to take India at 11-8 to to win the the series. Three test matches to play. Many pundits thought England wouldn't take a single test match victory on this tour and there's no reason to think that India can't bounce back and take at least two of the final three test matches. One bet though that I'm tempted to stick with is Joe Root to top score. Three big centuries in the last three test matches. 11-8 to eight, he's starting to get a little bit too skinny and he's a human being. He's flesh and blood just like you and me and therefore he's due a failure. So taking one of England's other batsmen to oppose him might be the best route forward in the second test match starting on Saturday. Dan Lawrence, he's going to be batting at number three. He's seven to one. He's a fine young player, yet to really hit his straps in test match cricket. But seven to one is a big, big price. And finally, Ravi Ashwin. He is the spinner that India are depending on in this series. He took the most wickets in the first test match. India, 11-8 to to win the series. Dan Lawrence to top score for England at seven to one. And Ravi Ashwin to take the most wickets for India at seven to four. Don't forget to follow at BetBytes on Twitter. Man cannot live on bread alone, but by bread and five-star reviews on this podcast platform. Welcome to the horse racing segment with uh, myself, Luke Elder, on a very snowy week that we've had. Hopefully all meetings this weekend do go ahead. Newbury and Warwick are subject to inspections. If uh, they don't pass them, then you can just listen to this podcast again when Newbury is uh, rearranged, hopefully, for next week. Newbury is where we're going to start for the Denman chase. Lost in translation at the selection. He's had a pretty terrible year so far, but he has had excuses and the Tizard Yard have been in pretty poor form. He was third in the Cheltenham Gold Cup last year, though, and the Yard are back amongst the winners now. I'm against champ. I'm not convinced that he's a good enough chase to be a gold cup horse he doesn't jump that fluently Clanders Oboe may well be the main danger we're gonna to go to Warwick for the second selection that will be Notre Paris for the Ollie Murphy yard he's going up and drip that's a positive he's only ran over two miles over fences so far that's just far too short for him he was going pretty close when falling at the last in the Lanzarote hurdle last year he's one pound higher this time around and with Aso in carrying top weight he carries 10 stone two which in this sort of ground at Warwick is gonna be no negative whatsoever and we're gonna go for the Betfair hurdle at Newbury. That's the 335. Shake him up, Harry is the selection. He could be a fair each way price, hopefully a few extra places with some bookmakers as well. He was by Metier last time around in the Tolworth hurdle. Metier does reoppose. He was well beaten in the Ballymore uh, last year, obviously still a novice for this set um, but off a mark of 136 I think that's workable he is also a front runner as well that is no negative in the Betfair hurdle so lost in translation at Newbury along with Shake'em Up Harry and Notre Parry at Warwick in the 315 best of luck and hopefully fingers crossed all racing goes ahead <laughs> Thanks to all our pundits again this week. Episode 18 next week. 18 is apparently an angel number, whatever that is, and a sign that you've mastered the material world and will see your wishes fulfilled. There you go. Whatever you're betting on, we hope it does land for you this week. Please gamble responsibly, and we'll see you in seven days' time. Sports Social Podcast Network.